1: Sometimes.
0: And sometimes, normal. On this episode, Nico from the Cronspiracist podcast returns, and this time he's bringing his co host, Jesse. Nico is a fan of the high strange and has unique takes on the wild and weird topics. Jesse has a military and firefighting background. He served in Afghanistan and fought fires in the Pacific Northwest. That means we're covering Maui fires, giants of Kandahar, skunk 8, strange lights in the sky, and the nightmare fuel that keeps Twitter feeds blazing. An awesome convo with two good dudes. Give them a follow and let them know you heard them on Wild and Weird. Enjoy the show. Are you looking to buy a home in New Jersey? Escape the city and move to the suburbs? Finally, purchase that vacation home on the lake or down the shore? Maybe you're one of the lucky ones who are retiring and moving out of state. If so, let me help you. Keller Williams and the Real Estate Professional Group have what you need to make your goals come true. Reach out and have a conversation with someone who will put you first. Contact Brian McCoach at 856 321 1212 or email brianmccoach at kw.com. Are you looking for CBD for your pet? My friends at Pure Pet Wellness have what you need. They use the highest quality ingredients. While other companies may use synthetic oils in their CBD, Pure Pet Wellness uses organic ingredients, organically grown hemp, organic coconut oil, organic shea butter, organic beeswax, and that's just to name a few. A family-owned and operated company that also offers fast shipping. Go to purepetwellness.com for all your pet's CBD needs and use the discount code WILD and Weird at checkout. That's wild, A-N-D, weird. Treat your animal right. Go to purepetwellness.com. Welcome to another episode of Wild, Weird, and Sometimes Normal. I'm your host, Brian. And tonight, my guests are Nico and Jesse from the Cron Spirits podcast. Welcome, fellas. What's up? So Nico, man, I had you on here. You were on for episode eight. You were close to the beginning. That's like eight months ago. I think episode 43 is dropping tomorrow for me, 44, something like that. So it's been a minute, man. What's been going on? Oh, man,
2: a lot, a lot. Definitely
0: uh, in the personal life with the family and stuff like that.
2: But the podcast, we've got a new co-host here, Jesse. And he's got a cool background that it definitely leads to help with a lot of the conspiratorial stuff we talk about from the military perspective and from just different parts of the country that he's been to. So it's awesome to have. Someone with some real hands-on kind of perspective to uh, inside that whole machine. Yeah, um, as
1: far as my background, so we we can start with, I, I first started getting into, uh, I, I've been into ghosts, paranormal, cryptids, all of that. That's what my dad was into. So we were watching that. We day nights with the family and stuff, grew up doing that. So it, it's always been a part of my life. And then jumping into the military, especially like with uh, my contracting, like one thing, like they were doing COVID testing on the TCNs and stuff like that. So a lot of craziness with that. And some of the stories that I've heard from them and, you know, other contractors and, and the military personnel that were there, uh, as long as I worked alongside a lot of the special forces guys from all branches and a lot of special forces from different countries. Marine Corps background I got out as a sergeant thinking about jumping back in as uh, we talked about prior but it's still kind of going through the wheelhouse now and I got into conspiracies kind of with the Obama election kind of in there and like I kind of got into like 9-11 and stuff like that so it's just been a spiral down the rabbit hole since then.
0: As long as you can go in there with the right perspective, because that rabbit hole can go deep, man. Like sometimes it can get hard to get out of. But as long as you can it go is. there and you know, pick and choose when you pop in and pop out.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, it's you gotta you, you can't like you you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Gotta take it with a grain of salt. Like, it, is it real? And You can't just like look it up online and be like, oh, it's gotta be real. I seen it online because it, it's, it's CNN shows all kinds of crazy stuff like, and that's not happening, dude. What? That's not real at all. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, even with uh, even with like our, our new mainstream media and everything that they're putting out now, I always got to take it with a grain of salt, man.
0: Yeah. So we're talking about the mainstream media and this will this will fit in. We're going to try to talk about some aliens today and, and see what else pops up as we're going along. But the uh, the Miami aliens that were down there and you know, so yeah. that was like January 1st, January 2nd. You know, Some people are saying that the Miami police are trying to change the date. To January 1st and the footage allegedly they showed of like these 20 kids fighting was old footage. So they send 300 cops down there this long line of cop cars down to the Biscayne Bay outdoor mall uh, because some a couple of teenagers a couple of groups of teenagers met up and they were firing fireworks at each other. I think most of us live near major cities. Have lived in major cities. Have you know visited them? You see these like flash mobs come up. You see it on the news? And the police know about that for hours beforehand. Sometimes like, oh, it's all on social media today. It was all over TikTok. They're going to meet up at you know Ethan Walnut, and the police don't really show up. They kind of just let that happen and go. So to see such a a, a response like that, you know, it kind of gives credence that something might happen down there.
1: We would all have like, you know, when I was a little 18 year old degenerate and we're all talking on Facebook, like Twitter or whatever, like, Hey, the house party's going to be here. Da-da-da-da-da. Tags, this, that, and the third, whatever. And like, like clockwork, um, 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 they show up and you're like, bro, what? Like, how did you get here? So like, yeah, absolutely. Dude, they're, they're tracking everything that we're doing. There's always an eye to see. There's always ears listening, you know, and I don't disagree with that at all, man. Absolutely. They always know.
2: Always. Well, did you hear shots uh, or reports of shots fired that day, too, on the first couple days? And then I haven't heard much about it afterwards. But the first couple days, they were reporting shots fired. And it's like, okay, if these kids were fighting with sticks, what's up with all this gunfire? And it wasn't the cops shooting. So Florida is an open carry state. So one of the ideas I heard from more of like the Sam Tripoli kind of perspective is it could have been people shooting at what they perceived as aliens. So this is already jumping straight into the deep end instead of doing any like Occam's razor or anything like that. Um, but this is my idea about what potentially it could have been like a blue beam incident. They're just doing a dry run. So they're testing out there. I'm, I'm looking over here because of my microphone. If you guys, if we're doing video, but I need to stop. Doesn't <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I think it could have been a dry run, blue beam, test out what the reaction, the police probably were not informed even um, kind of like, or the Orwell thing when they did that that actually to, turned out to be a whole CIA backed thing when George Orwell went on the radio and did that whole World of Worlds thing and people committed suicide and had a reaction to it. Uh, that was a CIA backed thing. They were like taking notes during that whole process so I think this might just be a modern version of that. And that's that's jumping across a bunch of potent, like, other less crazy things but I think that's that's uh where I'm
0: at. So I think the gunfire, you could write that off as the fireworks. I mean, if you're in a big crowd and you're not there on top of it and you're yeah. hearing the popping, but then also if it's open carry and people are seeing shadows, 10-foot shadows, like they might start shooting at it.
1: Yeah, with Florida, you you don't need a license to to conceal. Um, everybody, if you can own a weapon, if it's I believe if it's an AR pistol and any kind of like sidearm pistol, whatever, then you can legally carry it without any kind of documentation. So, you know, I, I've seen gunfights in Afghanistan a lot. It took me a while to differentiate between... Dude, a, a bug zapper used to used to mess me up really bad back in the day. That was just as I got back, I remember. And I was like, that's the craziest thing to be jumping to. But now, like, I kind of like can differentiate between that... Gunfire, I can tell you what kind of round it is. Fireworks, I know an explosion when I hear one. So if it was fireworks, then it's got like that The, the kind of like fades off with it. You kind of hear like the uh, like the uh, kind of like crinkling. I don't know how to describe it, but uh, kind of that's it kind of fades out. You're like, oh, OK, and it just makes it's, it's just a different noise. So in that there's so many, you know, there's so many people there that there's got to be someone there who knows the difference and like split instant, you can tell you like, Oh no, that's fireworks. Like what are they shooting fireworks off for? That's crazy.
0: Yeah. I would definitely agree that a trained person would be able to differentiate. I just think in the moment and you start hearing loud bangs and it's kind of like, Hey man, like we're out of here. And like also like mass hysteria, like, you know, uh, whisper down the lane, the whole thing. Hey, that, that's guns. Like, I'm not going to stick around and find out if I'm with my family and be like, oh, let me just walk over. And is that fireworks? I'm going to go hit up Foot Locker after this. Or are we just out of here and we'll do some Amazon shopping later?
1: <laughs> exactly, man. Uh, so that's what I heard. I tried to look on mainstream media. I, I've searched and scoured the internet. They don't talk about it, nothing. So the only thing that i've found and they keep deleting it is a gentleman's account of was at footlocker with his girlfriend or wife or something and they hear uh gunshots and then the mall is running in one direction they get out there looking and they see like shadows kind of like and it's and it's like you can kind of like see through them a little bit it, it was it's real weird you know like it didn't it didn't make any sense and they keep coming and they're very like intimidating. Ten foot tall is what they keep describing it as. Dude, that's big, you know. And nobody in a mall, in like a well lit mall, you know, for instance, they they're not a. You're not going to project something like that. So I don't know. Like it, it's hard to describe exactly what it is. Is it an interdimensional being? Is it something that government is playing like, like a George Orwell kind of thing? My belief, personally, it's either it's either something interdimensional or it is some sort of like false flag.
0: Yeah, that's so. Like Vegas when they had their you know the Vegas shooting. Yeah, not like not like a good thing, but like a a good truth part to it was that there was so much live feed, there was so much Facebook Live, there was so much like real videos going on, and now Mm -hmm. you're seeing all of these TikTok videos afterwards, or these IG reels they're doing afterwards these people they're just hitting record and they're stopping or they take time they write a script and they're going through it just gets to be hard i want to see that live video in the mall like nobody popped their phone on to to film it as it was going on and like watching these people run out
2: i think they have to have some type of blackout before they run something like this where it blocks all outgoing but then people could have it saved to their phones like i don't know because it seems like all these events there's never footage and everyone has cameras it's like okay nine eleven, not very many people had a camera on them but now it just doesn't make any sense how it's not popping up and even with like you well you can see it on youtube for the ukraine stuff they have a filter on there that works so perfectly where you can see russians getting shot all day every day but you cannot see a ukrainian being shot no matter how far you cannot see an ukrainian vehicle being destroyed no matter how hard you look on YouTube, at least. So it's like somehow they have a really good AI filter in there that's actually kicking ass. But it's weird because when there was like kids stuff like in YouTube, they couldn't filter that out when people were doing like dirty shit on kids channels. So just really, they can't do that or they won't do that. Exactly. Like the AI filter is working amazing for this, and it worked great for the crisis we had before, and <laughs> the pandemic and all that. So it's uh it's weird. Yeah, they the they are. have
0: a way of cleaning up data they don't want out or opinions they don't want out. You know, and they also just have the asher turfing coming out of people running whatever narrative they want. I just would have for hey, I'm hey ten foot interdimensional beings zipping in and out of our to mention as they're moving forward and kind of jittering like I am in man sign me up I just need a little more proof for video I like it you know I think it's gonna be hard for me to point to that and like yep that's aliens look guys I I told you we we have aliens and here you go yeah
2: Yeah. definitely well I think the fact that it's like kind of a wispy shadowy thing is very interesting because like back in the day (laughs) probably could have only done it in like a ghetto like costume or something so this is interesting whatever if what it is demon energy being angel or demon it sounds a lot like biblical shit so that's interesting to me too and i wonder if it's just it's either that it's being faked or maybe that the timeline is here that these biblical stories that there is going to be some kind of resurgence and we're going to have stuff that happened in the bible happen again or happened in the torah or the Bhagavad Gita, or, or something like that because those depicted like alien battles in the sky them using nukes um, in ancient times turning cities to glass so i maybe they're back i don't know there's so many interesting <laughs> possibilities there to not like deviate
1: from the the Miami occurrence or the the, uh, the Miami situation, whatever you we would like to call it. I didn't get to tell you this. I, I don't think, Nico. It was around Thanksgiving. I was in Central Florida with uh, at my parents' house. My brother was coming down. He came down from Virginia Beach with his wife, and we're walking down to the park. So I'm thinking it's like seven thirty ish. Probably like it's between like seven. And like 8 30 because I think the park closes at like 9 30 10 something like that so we're, we're walking down the down the road we my brother looks up and I remember this vividly because it's I think it's the, the little Dipper I don't know if you guys are, are into that at all but I the the little Dipper it's it's facing west do you guys know anything about that
2: uh, I believe it I' I've, I've seen it in the sky I don't know the specifics but
1: so, if anybody, if if any of the audience would like to come in and comment it later,
2: and uh, let me know
1: exactly which one it is, it's it's into it's to the west. Now, to the south of that, there were five lights, and one, two, three, four, five, and they moved in sequence, like in, you know, just very in, in sync with each other. And, it's like a uh, formation yeah almost like a very weird formation because i don't know why you would i, I don't know any kind of uh, you know i met pilots over in afghanistan i got to shoot, shoot with them a lot and uh to them about uh aerial operations things like that and to move like that it didn't make any sense and they kind of moved behind clouds The clouds passed and they weren't there anymore and we're looking and we're looking and we're looking And there's there's nothing there anymore, but you could, and they were moving fast because of of, how far away that it had to be and the distance that they were covering. Because when you see a plane, right, and it's really far away, it it takes a long time. It almost looks stationary in the sky, especially the further it is away. But they were, it was moving quick and it cut behind some clouds and then it just disappears. So I don't know what that was, but I've, Never seen anything like that. I know my dad will take his, um, he's kind of got like a night vision kind of thing. And he'll look up in the clouds when uh, it's it's clear skies and things like that. And uh, the light pollution is very low. And he says he sees all kinds of things over here. And it would be more towards Tampa, the MacDill Air Force Base and a MacDill as a special operations command. So as far as what they have going on over there, I have ran, you know, like training operations over there with the Marine Corps and I've never heard anything being, you know, like CIA three-letter agency kind of oriented, it'll just be like special operations as as far as like, you know, let's load whoever we're loading up into a plane and go where we're going. Uh, So I don't know what that was, man, but it, it was real weird. Real weird. Never seen that before.
2: When you said the night vision, have you guys heard of diacin dye or the red tinted night vision that they had in uh, Vietnam before they came out with this new version that's green? I believe the it's uh, or they have like a phosphorus one that's a different color. Even um, I don't know what the military is using now. I think the green was used for a long time. Uh, yeah. They say like that's probably what your dad was using the like green night vision. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they say people still see a lot of UFOs um, who are night vision operators and uh, specifically when they're using the green vision helmet, but the red one is even crazier. But before I go into that, I want to touch on um, potentially those things that you see being like maybe super advanced eighth generation fighter jets or something, because we're coming out with the fifth generation fighter jet right now. And they just mentioned that it has its armament is direct energy weapons the shit that they called conspiracy theory for the longest time they're just a commercial i saw for the military was like yo we got some direct energy weapons on our fxx blah 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 i'm like are you shitting me is it (laughs) it's like six months ago you would have been like direct energy weapons what kind of alex jones conspiracy theory and now it's just an ad for like lockheed's new plane or whatever
0: yeah. The whole Maui thing that everybody was on board with, you know, uh, of like, hey, how can the blue tarps didn't burn all this stuff, and they're like, you people are insane. We can't do that. And now blue here tarps. you go, it's three months blue later, four months burn. later, blue helmets don't burn.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh yeah, uh, in in our pod, in one of our podcasts, I was talking with Nico about it. I, I think this is the one we didn't get to put out, which which sucks because it was such Austin. a great with Austin. It's. It's too. It's way too humid. in In Hawaii, it's like a hundred degree humidity, or yeah. I'm sorry, humidity. You know, and dude, fires aren't burning in that. There's no My way. Grass dripping, like all yeah. that yeah. that green stuff. Like- there's, there's too much water in the green. Yeah, yeah. too much. And uh, it was it was it was funny because I was fighting wildfires uh, just south of here in Oregon, on the on the coastline in uh, uh, about central Oregon. You know it's great, and I'm a a type one firefighter. So like uh, I was like that doesn't make any sense. Like I don't I don't
2: get that at all. Like the wind okay, but not when it's this wet. Like you need dry fuel for the wind to do its thing. Like yeah, and then um and then you have your different
1: you have your different hours of fuels and things like that. And there's too much vegetation, too much like very lush vegetation. Going to be a a higher hour burn fuels, and um, it's just going to take too long for it to dry out so it doesn't make any sense and it's always wet over this. always going to be wet and so i was like racking my brain around it and i was like dude you know it, it comes with it like you said earlier brian like the rabbit hole keeps going man so you got to learn you got to know when to when to pull out you know and uh at least
0: come up for air you can go back down we got to come up for air for a minute yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna yeah, i saw free. oh yeah i saw a, a map today and i, I guess I, I missed it in, you know whatever but China built a. They have a spy base in Cuba right now, that they they have active up and running. So that's interesting too. That you're talking about the formation now. You're up in Tampa, but still that's like a ten minute driver on whatever X generation that they're on to get up there. So that's yeah. interesting too. You know, some of the stuff is definitely from Earth from other nations. You know, and going out there, but it but it is interesting with a lot of stuff happening on the East Coast up through North Carolina. And it's always around military bases for the most part and, and the military interacting with it. And so now we actually have a legit adversary 90 miles off of Key West.
2: I think we've yes. been out to them like a, all of our billionaires have more alliance to China than they have to us. So it's like I think they have a vested interest in like the most stubbornly independent population on Earth being put into some kind of civil war be it like a social or physical civil war kind of thing just like jeff bezos said like the reason we have diversity is not because we're good people the reason we have diversity is so that they don't unionize (laughs) so it's like like so when you have issues in the workplace they won't be pointing fingers at jeff bezos they'll be like it's the mexicans or it's the the white guy. It's the whatever. So that's divide and conquer. It's been used since Roman times and stuff like that. But um, that that night vision again, the diocene dye red tint um, night vision was used in the Vietnam, but it was banned in the 1940s for a couple reasons. The Vietnam gunners would start shooting randomly like from the helicopter gunners and they'd be like dude there's nothing out there what are you shooting at because only the gunners would be wearing the night vision and so that they would say that they were seeing horned uh like gargoyle looking creatures flying next to the plane and stuff and then when they used those same goggles and looked at people like they could see different colors around them like rick james shit like your aura is orange and shit yeah. like that. And they could literally like that's what they could see, and they could also the gargoyles were seven to eight feet tall, and the only goggles left are thousands of dollars. But I googled it myself, and I found some goggles that are cheaper. But there's different types of dye cycling dye. Like there's dye cycling G dice. It's like CBD. There's like a million different types. So I don't know which is the. I need to do some more research into that because I would love to kind of check this out uh, myself those goggles or that diacene dye was banned in the 1940s and the red ones fucking I don't know that's like the, cra- the craziest thing that I'm thinking maybe that's the real world and it's kind of pulling back a filter and I've heard theories that we have kind of like something like DMT being released in our brain at all times it's kind of putting us into a drugged fake reality which is our matrix that we live in now and if you like peel a couple layers back that the real world is more like the DMT realm where there's like elves and other shit going on. (laughs) Yeah, man, I live, uh, it's it's crazy. Well,
1: speaking about like, you know, elves and stuff like that, I hear about dwarves at Bach Tower Gardens, which is over in Haines City. I'm like, when I was living in Davenport, I was like 20, 30 minutes from there and I had heard nothing about it, but when I was living there, had I known, I would have went over there and did my research. Yeah, I hear that all the time, and kind of crazy that, especially like in Central Florida, how it really is just now starting to boom. I seen a video not too long ago about uh, Orlando in the '90s, and I four is just a four lane highway, and there's no traffic on the road. There's no, there's none of these tall buildings, things like that. The ranch lands and the farmlands is what it mainly is. All Central Florida is mainly a swamp and when you when you get down to it and there is plenty of places for uh for things to hide i never got to show you the pictures my dad took of possible skunk ape over in the green swamp which is north lakeland and then uh going into like brooksville and been to like more north probably like 10 15 miles it's it's a big stretch big stretch of swamp and um yeah he he's got a picture of like possible sasquatch or something like that something very tall they, you know there's some big boys over uh in north lakeland man and in that area but these sightings have been going on dude uh, you know as far as people have been there and um it reminds me and, and instead of talking about it now brian too i make sure i get to show you those pictures he was south and it was I, i'll i'll say, like, 20 miles south. He doesn't want to, uh he didn't want to disclose the location or want me disclosing the location. But, like, weird, hazy, like, apparitions. There's one where there's, like, a skull and uh in, like, the fog or, like, the haze or whatever it is, and it kind of, like, came out and did its own thing. And he was, like, afraid he could reach up out of the truck bed and touch it if he wanted to. And he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs>
0: I'm going to pass on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. In one video, there's something behind a tree, and it and it does this, and it keeps doing this. So, uh, plenty of strange happenings over, you know, over in that area, and I, I'd say all oh, of Florida. man, They're, you know, I, now as it gets more populated, I don't know, but it was in like uh like the solar solar panel fields, and there's so much energy going into there that you know is it uh, is it kind of like rays. The, those occurrences it, is it gonna i don't know if you get into the, the human mind if you begin to like start thinking it and this and that maybe like he's been like a horror story guy since he was a little kid so does all of these thoughts begin to run wild he's out there by himself in the middle of nowhere and um all these kind of strange things start happening and it's because he's thinking about it and, and he's giving of it, and kind of feeding into all that energy that's soaking up in there i think that was pretty interesting man
2: so i don't know weird i think that's like one of the big questions here and i think i don't know if any of us had the answer to it it's like whether it's physical whether it's mental whether it's spiritual whether it's a combination of the three i'm not sure and i'm always every day i'm i'm going back and forth i hope it's not just physical (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's dogmen running around and shit, and like <laughs> I don't know. Like I hope the spiritual it seems like it's
0: kind of the coolest route potentially. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was talking to this guy yesterday, and he's a sci-fi author, and he was uh, his parents are from the Dominican, so he's first generation U.S. He was asking what I thought about dreams, and I was like, well, like, I don't I don't put much, too much stock into them. Like I think that like you, there's benefits to them. But like I don't write. I don't have a dream journal. I don't wake up and like think about. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. I should remember this. That was a great idea. I should and like it's gone two seconds later. But you, you know, just talking about the the Caribbean nations down there, like how much he's like that's like one third of your your life is spent sleeping. And, he, and he's like, we put a lot of stock into that. though like, you can work out problems in there. You can go into sleep with with an issue you want to work on and come out and, and do that. And it's just kind of fascinating. As you're about, you know, it's, it's just the physical reality, which like you know I like to think about these things, but then. At the same time, you know, I don't practice all the, like oh health and wellness. I'm gonna do all that, like you know, and a minute later I'm, I'm like, oh, let's crack a beer and, and do whatever. But you know, right. like, you should have a dream journal. You should try to see these things, maybe you can work these things out and you know, start going to that other, you know, that's not even dimension, but just like another reality that like we could possess, let alone the realities that like entities or dogman or whatever Bigfoot could be coming from.
1: Yeah. I, I believe that. Um I don't do you guys believe in uh
0: premonition dreams? I never had any, I'm open for all that stuff though. I think there's, I, I think some people are more like special, you know, touched than others so they can have like a connection for that.
1: So there's a couple, there's a couple of had. I they're, they're very graphic, so I won't get into it, but it was, it, it, com- it turned out to like, w- if you like really dissected it and this and that, and you went and, and if I like follow through with, you know, the decisions that I shouldn't have made, then it it, it happened. Um, one that I will tell you is before I got blown up in Afghanistan, I was it was actually like an alarm clock, you know, for me. But at, right before that, I was having a uh, like a like a vivid, a vivid dream. And uh, I was way out in uh, like in the mountains, way off out of out of the compound and I was like a mortar and I'm like looking down into this mortar tube and I get put into it and I shoot out of it and I see like the Afghanistan countryside all of that and then I come over to the bone uh, into the concrete hut that I used to sleep in and it hits like right in uh right on top of like where I was sleeping like right where the uh you know like the the ceiling would be and uh, uh the ceiling began to open up and then Boom, we all wake up. I'm like screaming because I'm like, dude, that was crazy. Like, you know, I actually heard it in my in my sleep and everybody's up, like, yo, what was that? And I'm like, oh, like we, we're really like into it, you know, and then gunfire pursuit this and that. And I was like, wow, that was kind of nuts, because nobody else is having a dream like that. And I was five days in and uh they were like, Yeah, dude, you don't have to worry about ground attacks. We're we're gonna get mortared and rocketed and this and that, but you know you don't have to worry anything about, about anything besides that. And sure enough, man, like the biggest, biggest ground attack bath ever seen. Uh, I was right there for it five days in, man. And, uh, you know, I don't know. So I had plenty of other experiences, you know, as far as that goes, and it could be very life changing or, uh, you know, detrimental as far as like how I want to play into it. So, uh, you know, I don't, i'm not saying i'm not saying i'm like some kind of like clairvoyant or anything like that i just have like very weird occurrences and it doesn't really make sense i, I do you know i i would say like i'm a, 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 a I have a relationship with jesus christ and, and that's that's as far as i get into it you know
0: yeah what do you think nico
2: i have a story that has can't hold a candle to that story it's just like a pillow falling off a bed And that I was climbing down the stairs to go grab that pillow, but in reality, I was rocking back and forth, like rolling in my sleep, and I was on the top bunk, and I fell off and fell onto the ground like a concrete floor while we were in Spain. I had knocked my pillow off, so I landed actually perfectly with my head on the pillow instead of the concrete floor, which probably fucking saved me. But like that was the craziest thing cuz I was just dreaming about like climbing down like off the bed to go get my pillow that had fallen on the floor and I wake up on the floor like what the fuck and my grandma's like laughing cuz I don't know I could have died almost but that's uh, correct Yeah, I didn't even remember that until you started telling your story but I would like I we could do a whole podcast on just like that day of like that's a fucking crazy ass um, situation to be in. And uh, like, do you guys did you sleep with armor on and stuff at night? Like your full kit or sweatpants and a t shirt, man. That's oh up. shit! <laughs> socks, yeah, wool socks. That's it. <laughs> and then our identify were- identify the enemy. Was that hard too, or they were wearing like hijabs and shit, or like um turbans and like yeah they they
1: had yeah they had uh they had full full kit full battle kit yeah
2: absolutely but they didn't wear like similar helmets or anything so it's kind of easy to tell them apart or um or they just wore street war
1: and we were in this you know we were in a big airfield so and they were they were outside of it so it's pretty easy you know they're the guys like shooting at us and they had ak fire ak fire is very uh very different Our stand M4 and M16, and then you know the Brits have like their own kind of standard rifle. I know I don't remember what it's called, but it kind of loads in the back, like near the near the. And I I can't I can't remember what it is, but um, they do uh, they are collecting they are collecting weapons though. I have seen videos of like Taliban fighting where they are you know filming and they do have uh, night vision capabilities and, and things like
0: that. Was that the $80 billion Every- that we left there or was that before then? <laughs> was that was that what? I said, was that the $80 billion that we left there when we evacuated or was that before then? Well,
1: just before. A year to and a half toy. before. <laughs> like a year and a half before.
0: I, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I do not have night vision goggles from all the stuff we just <laughs> left behind and decided to pack up and leave them all the night.
1: Well, I mean, uh, so hey, look, if the price is right, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. For for, for people who, who are selling uh, equipment and weapons, price is right so there's all kinds of stories uh they, they get they're, they're receiving gunfire from like m4s and 16s and uh trying to figure out how they got it and you know it's off dead Marines dead soldiers so that that so could be one
0: can I ask a question when uh so I see some of the Ukraine and Russian footage you'll see that they have like armbands on yeah. with different colors and it's like Ukraine's like got the blue one and that always comes off as like the dumbest thing to me. one like the Russians right. could have put a, put a blue one on but it also like isn't that like eliminating the point of camouflage or anything like that, or whatever the gear you're wearing for that terrain that like, now you're just wearing this big blue thing. So you don't get friendly fire, but then also at the same time, the Russians could just put the blue one or like vice versa.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. They can absolutely do that, you know? And it's just like, I, mean, I, I would assume it, it kind of like telling you, telling, telling the other Ukrainians like, Hey, I'm with this unit over here kind of thing. And if you, there might be somebody else with a uh, with green yeah. arm, that's probably a different, something i'd Um, imagine um i have a guy i didn't talk to him too much i only met him one time he was on a different shift in afghanistan and uh he was over in ukraine but i don't know what happened to him or anything like that i know i shared uh, a picture facebook and i was asking if anybody would volunteer to donate or anything like that or, or if they would at least get in touch with me and we can try to find like the proper channels to, to you know just send them some sort of rations or or something to, to help them out because i was like dude, I, I remember that guy i talked to him like a year ago or like two years ago or something like that and i think I think that post like shadow band or something, because I didn't get any feedback off of it or anything like that. And, you know, all like the hardcore Republicans where uh they all have like the blue and yellow flag on their Facebooks. And, and you see it all through like the, the city streets and neighborhood streets. And um I, I thought it was kind of weird. I got no feedback or nobody sent me a message and say, yeah, yo, like, uh, you know, what's going on with that? You know, people over there, da da, da and, and like, I I got nothing so I'm thinking it got cut out somehow yeah
2: it's kind of weird Uh, the interesting I've I've watched a little bit of the Ukrainian stuff just because I'm like I'm weird history buff and I like like, the old tanks and stuff so I kind of tried to see that and avoid the gnarliness but there's so much gnarly footage um coming out from there And uh, the Ukraine, sometimes they'll wear like yellow too, like blue, yellow, but it is like they speak the same language, they look the same. The Ukrainians right now have AK type variant rifles, so their guns all sound the same. Even their like rocket launchers and RPGs are all like Russian, mostly now they're starting to get like American stuff in there, but it's like. How it you can't tell each other apart? It most wars they have like at least a different language or something.
1: Yeah, so that's that's, that's all. Uh, like geographically, the, it's the uh, the same type of people. Um, they, they probably all have the same ancestors. That uh, they, they it's, it's just at this point now it's just different country against different country. And I'm like, dude, that like if you look at them, that person probably looks like you somewhere in there, you know. Uh, It's kind of weird for that. So this is all strictly like politically motivated.
0: The size of Ukraine versus the size of the U S and we're in three different parts of it. And like, we're relatively all the same, right? Yeah. You know, so now you're just having in a smaller place, like of course they're going to the same.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently the farmland's being bought up by BlackRock over there. And it's like, Oh, they're going to maybe do the same thing they're doing with bill gates over here with our farmland and stuff but uh have you guys seen the hindu temple at all in new jersey
0: no but i'm gonna go that's i mean i think it's only an hour north of me but, oh i uh, lucky i, I, I want to go so bad it looks insane i keep hearing how beautiful it was i remember seeing in the paper when they were opening it up and i was like i just wanna go check that out it makes me now it makes me question the tartaria stuff because it's
2: like oh i guess we can build like shit unless they have well, this it took hindu.
0: them 15 years to build that though yeah <laughs> in in current time, so you have to keep going back and back. I guess, you know, you'd you'd extend the time more. But you know, at the same time, so the devil's advocate, there's permits and everything now. Where back then it was like, hey, just go build it.
2: Yeah,
1: right. You know. But so. you, when so. was that building? I haven't seen it. I, I, don't, I don't. I haven't seen a picture. anything if I had my, uh, if I had my uh, uh, my tablet, I would go ahead and like start looking it up and spread my screen across. But I just have my phone right now. Yeah. W- when was that built? <laughs>
0: It It just opened.
1: Yeah. It took 15 years.
0: Yeah, it took 15 years.
1: I've been on a big Tartaria and like flat earth kick for probably like the last couple months. And if you see like the world fairs and, and, and all that kind of stuff, all of these buildings were built, you know, via horse and buggy. And it took him, like, what, how long? Like, three, oh, four years? to be built in, like, six months or
2: something crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, something nuts.
2: You're looking around like, bro,
1: we don't even have architecture like this anymore. It's, like, it's something crazy. It looks like a bunch of connex boxes now, you know, put on top of each other or something. And it, it doesn't make sense as far as that goes. And I'm starting to get into, like, the mud floods and stuff like that. I haven't seen anything here in the little town in Washington I'm at. So I don't know as far as like where that all extends to or like if it's exclusively to like bigger cities or something.
0: But well, I, thought I know that was re- Washington state was supposed to have this huge tsunami that you can there's like forest that they can look at and see how much of the mud was like there's actually an excuse for yours or a reason up there. Now, if this is old buildings in there, I don't know. But I do know that there was a tsunami at some point. Uh, in relative re- recent history a few hundred years ago that brought all this mud and you can see where the trees are snapped down in half apparently when they when they were excavating them so that part's interesting i had this guy on he was in a paranormal blues band so he was singing about bigfoot and stuff and like <laughs> blues rock and cool. he never heard of tartaria and i'm talking to him about it and i'm 30 minutes from philadelphia so he's like oh i was uh-huh. in a marketing firm helping my guy helping a buddy move out of of his marketing firm they're going to a new place and his partner was like, hey man, go take him downstairs in the basement and show him show him the thing down there. So they walked down into the basement and there's a whole storefront with old shoes out front too, like a door, windows and everything in the basement of Philadelphia. So as he's telling me this, I was like, dude, that's Tartaria. I'm like, this is like what we're talking about. I was like, when you can go to Philadelphia now, you can see Benjamin Franklin's house. You can see Revolutionary War graves. You can see, i going George Washington. You can see all these people's homes. When was it Twenty feet below the ground. If this is 1770, 1740, when they're coming over here, like when did that opportunity for that storefront come in there?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I, I haven't heard anything like that. Um, I do love Philly, by the way. That whole area, I go over there and compete a lot, uh, and uh, you know, I might do jujitsu tournaments and super
0: stuff like that. Next time we got Great. a fight over here, man, let me know. I'll come there and support.
1: Yeah, dude, absolutely, man. Um, dude, I love the uh, the competition over there, uh, especially in the Northeast, man. It's wild. It's it's, a, it's uh, definitely a different breed of people, you know, different breed of fighters for sure.
0: When three months out of the year, you're just like frozen cold and miserable and you're hunkered over and you're walking in the cold. That just gives you that little extra bit of grit that you need sometimes. <laughs> you got to have it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking to to expand over here and, and see what Washington has to offer. Oregon was pretty cool, but it seems like in the bigger cities, that's that's where you're going to find the uh, the competition. You know, like, the, like the, the guys are in it, in it. But as far as you're talking about, like, I haven't heard anything about Philly being a part of uh, Tataria or anything like that. I, I don't know enough about that. So that's wild to me.
0: Yeah. So like Tartaria and Mudfly, I mean, sometimes interchangeable and sometimes they're very separate. But just to have yeah. this this storefront in the basement, like, okay, so where did that storefront lead out to? And where did all this extra, like, like they excavated New Jersey and brought stuff over and horse, and horse and carriage. And there's a lot of mountains surrounding just outside of Philadelphia. You know, you start heading out to Pittsburgh. You're going through six mountain ranges where you get there. Poconos are just north of it. I guess you could go south a little bit. And you're going to like, where is all this dirt coming from to fill in? It, it's just weird. It's so wild. you say
1: the mounds. But do, have you heard of like where they they say like there's mounds? You know, I I'm not like. Uh, I'm a white belt. As far as that goes, I, I just know that it's, it's mounds and it used to be something. I don't, I don't and like know anything the snake relevant.
0: mound in Ohio. There's, there's a good uh, Twitter account to follow up. I'll, I'll tag it in the show notes here. This guy goes around and they're all across the United States. They have that. I don't think we have any of the mounds like that. i was just talking about excavating the mounds of dirt and then filling in, you know, 10, 20 feet in Philadelphia to oh. now get up to where the Washington, you know, George Washington's houses and Ben Franklin's houses. Like at what point was a storefront made? And how do, they, how do they do all that?
1: Yeah, it would have took a long time, man. Hundreds yeah. of horses and buggies, you know, and it doesn't make any sense. And, and to go way... mulch,
0: it takes me all day to take my mulch out from the front yard to the backyard. And, it, and it's like, you know, I'm using similar technology they had at that time. Like, how, how much are you putting on your horse's cart that you're loading up? I, I just have a hard time with that.
1: And and how much can they carry? I, I mean, like, I, I assume like a decent amount, but at the same time, like... Right.
0: And how far do you have to go? They need to drop it off. And then like, you know, I don't know if you guys saw the the Bills Steelers game the other day or just saw like highlights of it or anything. So Buffalo Bills had this giant snowstorm and they had two feet of snow dropped on I think it started on Saturday. Their game was supposed to be Sunday at one and they moved it to Monday at four PM. So they're paying guys twenty dollars an hour to shovel out the stands. Well, they're taking shovels of snow and just like there's nowhere to put it. You're just in two feet of snow. Like there's no there's nowhere to put it. So eventually they just stopped and told people. Hey, there's no more assigned seats. Like you just go help yourself to whatever you can find. And you're watching people walk through two feet of snow, pushing out their body to try to get a seat. And like, they're showing the stands and like half of them are still just like snowed in, like nobody has it. So like, this is kind of like the dirt thing. Where are you taking all of this? And even when you dump it off, like, where's this quarry? Where's this, where's the Egyptian quarry? We're getting the granite from and then taking it a hundred miles. Like, where was that in, in my area? Where was that in, you know, in the Pacific Northwest? Where, where is this in California?
2: Have you seen the uh, hieroglyphs of the giants in Egypt where they're they're carrying like, you know how they have a stick that normally has like two small animals, like two pheasants on it or like two rabbits or something, and they put it on their shoulders? They have a guy and he has two elephants that are hanging off that look just as small as two pheasants or two rabbits on the dude who's carrying it. So I was like, that's super interesting um, and that the whole giants thing has its own thing. But I think even if there were giants, they would need technology, be it like spiritual or sound technology or just high technology to build these things to the spec that they are for sure. That's always super interesting. What do you guys think about the giant, the whole giant theory? And it's really weird to the giants with the red hair. There's people with red hair on every continent. I don't know if that has to do with the Irish uh, theory, that the Irish is like Atlantis and they were they spread themselves to all these continents, or if they were seeds of giants and the giants were redheaded.
0: Jesse, when you were in Afghanistan, did you hear anything like the Kandahar giants or anything?
1: I, yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. Um, there are Afghanis with red hair, by the way, and a very diverse, very diverse group of people. Uh, there was uh, like one of the females, like look Chinese. And I'm like no, she's Afghani. I'm like, what? And then, uh, um, I know a guy who looked. He was he he would have been um like Persian, you know, like Persian descent, uh, very very Iranian, and like clean clean to face, like you know, just like a mustache, and and looked almost could have been white, like Armenian, something like that. Uh, very Caucasian look to him. And there were um, Afghanis who looked like very similar to like Indians, almost like an Indian Caucasian kind of crossbreed. But uh, as far as the, the science, you, you know, I, I've heard that it was Green Berets who come across one. They like tried to talk to it, try to communicate and it didn't you know i don't know if it spoke you know like verbally or had like its own language and they attempted to like take shots at it there were instances where they would there's a so there's there's tunnels all through the hindu kush like you know all through it and as some of them they would go through the tunnels and it would just be like human bones and like uh, i think they did say that they found uh, like giant bones stuff like that like it just like it didn't make sense and when they um were like report about it they got shut down so for that it is it's really hard to say but that that was super weird that um that's as far as you
0: know anybody ever in your unit ever seen anything like that or you know they talk about sometimes the people on patrol at night would just see like gin. they would see you know these like ghostly apparitions that would appear out of nowhere and start coming in they're tracking them on night vision and like only one set of people can see them or like they'll start disappearing almost like these miami monsters that would like kind of like teleport forward you know they're you yeah. Know, yeah and these are all like ghost stories that you hear you know from stuff but i don't know if like you guys ever heard any of that or anything in your unit
1: so i so, just no um no i haven't but i do i, I tell you what i do know I, I keep up with a royal marine and i do keep up with a couple Marsaw guys i wasn't able to get any of the rangers info but I'll try to get with them, and uh, so just like after, make sure you shoot me, uh, shoot me something, uh, just for reference, and and I'll try to uh, talk to a couple of them and, and see what they got. And um yeah. there, there's a couple. I do keep up with an intel guy from uh, from the SAS too, and I'll see if I can't get any info from him and see what he's got to say because that would be interesting. Yeah. But there's just my guys, like, no, I haven't. I didn't hear any anything like that. So we're I we talking didn't... earlier
0: about your dad and the skunk ape and then the, uh, uh, the solar panel field and the electromagnetic pole there. And, you know, so that's interesting to think about too. And then I just like that whole Iraq, Egypt, Afghanistan, that, that whole Middle East right there, that like cradle of civilization, you know, is like the veil thinner there? Is is that like just people have been there so long and just so much chaos? Does that leave like an imprint? Like that stuff, you, you know, fascinates me as well.
1: Yeah, so it's funny that you say that with like the MVGs and stuff. Um, there's it's gotta pull off so much power or it's gotta like tap into like whatever field or, or you know, kind of peel back those layers that Nico was talking about. Because when you go out there, like when you and you're flying over Afghanistan, you're looking down, and dude, there's it's nothing. Like it's just like they're just buildings and like walls and jetties and, and fields there, there's no power lines going anywhere you would really be the one you'd be, we would be the only guys out there, like really kind of drawing any kind of like energy into something, because really you, all you're doing essentially is taking that moonlight and then you're kind of drawing it into, um, I I know for like our, for our RCOs, it's like the Trigicon and it it pulls in that sunlight. So maybe you're pulling in that moonlight, which, which is interesting in itself because that would, that would either be, that you're pulling off the sun rays, bouncing off the moon, if you believe that, or the moon, it's its own entity, like it, it uh, kind of like shoots off its own light. And now you're pulling off energy from that. And does it make a difference if you pull energy off the moon, rather than you're pulling it off the sun or if it bounces from the moon to, you know, to the, to the, uh, you know, tragic on strip or whatever. Uh, that's kind of interesting. I'm the, you brought up a good point with that. As far as I, I, I don't know because I can scour the internet all day and can find claims of this and that but you're not going to find it on um like your mainstream kind of thing is it going to tell you oh no it's just this and that and it's like dude that doesn't add up at all
0: yeah so that'd be an interesting experiment like we have too much light pollution where we are maybe up in your area Pacific North, Northwest maybe not as much but like would capturing solar energy register different I, I guess you could probably test to see you know how many volts it's pulling or whatever and then somewhere that has you know crystal clear moon coming in because the moon illuminates like you can go outside on a full moon and be like hey like, i can actually see around here and you go outside when there is no moon you're like man it's pitch black out here like would the solar panels charge at all off of that light you know and then like what what type of would that be like a dirty energy or something
1: Have that's heard- a good question um my roommate is actually into uh like solar sails and he's he's big into uh uh, so production and stuff like that. So I wish he was here because he'd probably have an answer for you. So when he gets back, let me ask him if you can, if you can like give me a list of questions Yeah, and then I'll go back to my sources and like, I'll, I'll try to get something for you. But, but some of that, that that's things that I haven't really, uh, have thought too much of, or, or even really heard of, you know, it hasn't like, kind of like struck the wheelhouse anything like that, you know?
0: Because it's just fascinating that the moon can be seen during the day with the sun, and I guess it's being reflected off of it. And at the same time, at night when the sun's nowhere near, us, it's reflecting off of it and even brighter. But in the daytime, when I see it with the sun shining bright, it's not like when it be bright, you know. Hey, okay, this is yeah. It looks
1: like it's it's its own thing. It's like dude, it's like y- you can see it regardless, and it's but it doesn't look really like it. Almost looks like when you see it in the day that it's it kind of translucent you know i don't know if
0: you've oh, ever interesting it does kind of look translucent during the day but if it was reflecting uh, the sun wouldn't it be more blinding when the sun's directly there and you can see both of them like to me right, like, you-, you know a moron like myself as i'm sitting here like you would think that holding a flashlight in a mirror right in front of you it's going to blind you right back as opposed to it's the other side of the world and it's lighting it up it's those the- interesting things man
2: from a photography, it can kind of make sense being a reflector and those properties making sense and the, just due to like contrast and dynamic range and stuff, like when it's super bright and something is is has very little light, it will still pop uh, because you adjust, your, your eyes adjust like a camera will adjust. It will like uh, widen up your aperture to let in more light. But that doesn't mean that uh, I don't think the moonlight has potentially different properties. Um, this isn't something I've delved into, but I thought it was really, really interesting. And I think that it's probably pretty easy to test, but there's people who really go into this. So I feel like uh, that there hasn't been a definitive test or maybe there has been and they just are still going into it. But there's people who believe that the moonlight is cooler. So the sun puts off like a heating radiation and the moon puts off a cooling radiation. So it's not just like the absence of heat. It's the fact that the moon actually projects cold i thought that was kind of interesting but then also with the moon man there's like i don't know if you guys go into theories with those but like there's times um in ancient times where they say the moon wasn't here and then from ancient people and then there's a time when the moon was here and there's people that believe like the moon is hollow because it was once like hit, it it was when it collided with it reverberated like a bell in the sky um when one of the asteroids hit it or something uh which is really interesting so yeah uh,
0: nasa crashed a probe into it and it rang like a bell i think for 45 or 60 minutes
2: yeah so that like i think it could be like maybe uh if we are like a farm it could be the thing that kind of keeps us on the farm or it's an observatory for us or some kind of thing like that because all the properties if you believe in Our mathematics, as they are right now, um, the moon shouldn't exist. There's like a theory because our gravitational pull is not enough to capture an object that big. So the theory they came up with is that a big ass asteroid smacked into us, and then instead of like going off and spinning off, it just kind of hung around us, and it was just like its own like a big piece of us came off, which that doesn't really make much sense um, with like if you hit two balls together on a pool table one transfers all the energy to the other ball and the other ball goes off and the other ball stays there right that's how physics works so it doesn't make sense that it would just like meld with it and then just hang out right next to it after it if it has enough energy to rip a piece off i don't think they're going to be chilling with each other afterwards so i think that there's a large possibility that it's either man-made or not natural so
1: the whole the whole thing it doesn't make sense to me because so the only way seeing like the same uh constellations in the same spot uh it, as long as you are in the same location it only makes sense if the Sun is stationary and we're all you you know like like as they say uh, all the planets like rotating around it or if we're on a flat plane and the, like the the uh, the kind of like the the it, it kind of goes like this like the the stars or you know whatever that we're looking at whatever that is in the constellations but the constellations don't really uh, yeah don't really move the constellations I, I I'm pretty sure that they stay right there in the same spot and then on top of that now if we're claiming Big Bang theory so the sun now is coming like it, it's all exploding in like different. You know, different ways. And if it's going infinitely in all different directions, it's going to be in a different spot every time. So that it doesn't make any sense to see the same constellations at the same time for, you know, as long as uh, astronomy has been recorded. That doesn't make any sense because it's going to be going off in another direction infinitely, you know, at however fast that we're supposed to be moving, traveling through uh, infinite space and and then on top of that if let's say an asteroid did hit us as we're so like we're coming this way and we're revolving around the sun like this it would have to knock the earth off like just like like you said with the uh with the pool demonstration or whatever
0: balls on the table (laughs) smacking each other and one would go off and one would stay
1: earth earth would have went off in another direction it would have had to
0: yeah right yeah have you guys had david weiss on your podcast I wish. Flat flat Earth. I I could probably put in touch with him. He, he came came mine. Good dude. Oh,
1: really? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I watched uh so I just recently over Christmas, I watched the uh, the level trilogy and with uh, uh with Sean Hibbler and uh um, yep. dude, dude, that was amazing. It, it I was like I was like, bro, where I have to take this, you know, with a grain of salt because dude, there's like what that's too much information, it's crazy. Absolutely. And then you see all of like the people on Facebook or whatever, and they just can't wrap their minds around it. And it's like, dude, that's a pretty simple concept. Just like you were taught a pretty simple concept, man. Well, actually I think flying through space or even like in like a stationary kind of spot, we're just going this way. That's a harder concept to grasp to me personally, because if we're doing that, then um, if we're on this side of the sun, Compared to this side of the sun, we're not going to see the same constellations unless the constellations are moving with us. That doesn't make any sense.
0: So, not only are we just chasing the sun, like, so the sun's shooting away from us, we're chasing after it, we're going a circle around it, and then we're also weaving up and down as we do it. So, when I yeah. talked to Dave and, and I was like, I was like, man, I don't know where I stand. And then I told him, like, I've been listening to you uh, since you were on the Health Rangers Network. Uh, he did Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. And I listened to all that. He did the Flat Earth podcast. I've listened to all that. I said, for listening to all your stuff and he's like you're still not sure like what shape the planet is i was like i think i know but like i'm not quite there yet but you know you just go through i think they just make the math so fuzzy that you can't sit there and figure it out yourself you have to rely on someone else to tell you oh, Be it's like good. like
2: how it's how is this program. happening again like every tv show everything everything solidifies this thing from start to finish like the only thing you hear that it's not is the bible and they'll say oh well the uh, bible also didn't talk about dinosaurs and the bible and it's like okay well you know i put those all in the same category too <laughs> i think I, I think in job i think in job it, it talks about like
1: I, I don't don't quote me but it, it's like big beast or something like that but I, i'd have to look at i'd have to look that's, it back up.
2: that's super interesting like bible supporting um, dinosaurs but uh, they talk I know they talk about the waters above and the waters below they talk about the firmament um, I haven't read the Bible myself this is me just talk quoting probably David Weiss on other podcasts <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. one rabbit hole I went down the other day and I'm trying to see if I can get the guy on the show is he did a whole YouTube video on the the moon map and it's a reflection of the oh, of the continents yeah. on earth and I watched that for 25 minutes and I'm pretty sold on it I, I don't know if you guys saw this but he's like you, you can like
2: continents.
0: yeah but depending how you yeah depending how you do latitude and longitude it can change the shapes of the earth's continents just laying it out on a map and so like all different shapes of the continents are correct even if they do look different so he lays it out in like the different way and he's showing you and the moon has all these dark patches and he's doing color adjustment and like circling the dark patches and doing it and like it really does reflect very close to being like what's there and it has the submerged continent next to india and there's a submerged continent uh off the pacific so the india one they just found i don't know 10 15 years ago i forget what it's what it's called uh and he's like oh you can actually see that one in there so i want to see if i can get this guy on to talk about it but then also so you're talking about the flat earth also what does the rest of the moon show like can you map the rest of that is that outer realms yeah so that'd be interesting too like we were taking this small little section like a quarter of the moon and saying oh that's the that's actually the reflection of the earth on the moon. Like, all right, what's the rest of that then?
2: Well, have you, have you ever seen the attack on Titan? I believe it's on Netflix, but the whole, the concept is that these people live within these like cities, these walled cities that they can't go outside the cities because it's dangerous and they all live on like this small like continent or whatever. And somehow these people like get out of the cities, they escape and they get out and they see that without it outside of this continent where these people like on their continent they live oppressed. They are like always getting killed by these giants and shit, but they go outside and they find that the giants are being created by like these people who live in advanced like society. And they just kind of like harvest people from this other place every once in a while. And they kind of keep them in this, just like a farm, but a shitty farm where they get killed all the time. And they can't explore outside of the farm, but they, and they live in like with swords and stuff where these, these other people all have like modern technology, the people who are creating the giants that kind of keep them from leaving their ice bubble, basically the same kind of thing we're in. Um, so it's
0: just, almost like M. Night Shy- uh, Shyamalan's the village. Where they chose yeah, right. to live like in yeah. the 1700s, but then not telling the kids, but I I have, you know, hey, is the earth flat? I don't know. Are there lands outside of Antarctica? I don't know. I would bet money, like let alone that Japan, they found like eight thousand islands last year. Like, oh, we recounted. We actually miscounted 8,000 islands. Like, what? like that's amazing. Japanese sense. people miscounting? That's- <laughs> no, come on. That's not <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah. But in the middle of the Indian Ocean or something? Like, is there land that we don't acknowledge? You know, that that the common people aren't aware of? I would I would bet money that there is that there is some um, super land out there that they just don't they don't keep us on. So the one thing's when MH370 went missing and it's supposed Malaysia. to crash in the Indian Ocean. And, you know, like, oh, we can't find it because it's not like in a shipping lane. So if you're not in a shipping lane, like apparently nobody will ever find you ever. Like that's like the highway of the ocean and everything else is just, you know, wasteland. Like you wouldn't go through the middle of Death Valley just looking for somebody. So like, why would they do that in the ocean? It's like, why couldn't you have whatever, a certain kilometer amount of land out there?
2: Have you seen the, the teenager who jumps off the cruise ship? And then the you know the cruise ship's policy when someone jumps off, they hackle them. They do nothing. There's nothing. Oh, they no. say them, <laughs> they are like, oh, we're, we're it take us too long to turn around, and there's no, there's no going to be, and it's probably it's like it's too expensive. We're not going to fucking extend these people's trips and like blah 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 and have to refund them and all this shit just because one person jumped off the ship. So a teen jumps off because like a bunch of girls dare him to, and then they just like drive off and then he ended up dying because there's no they throw him like a life jacket but there's sharks there's sharks in the video scene swimming around and shit like the ocean it's it's interesting though they make the ocean scary as fuck they make florida seem like kind of scary in like the in a certain way the woods are scary all these places that like just like on attacker titan or the village are kind of constructed potentially to be more scary than they are because I mean, the places we live are fucking scary too, I guess. I don't know.
0: <laughs> they had Shark Week one year. Yeah, so I'm shark- not thrilled about sharks. I, you know, uh I don't know what it is. I've never been attacked by a shark, never done anything like this. Like Jaws messed me up as a kid. I get in a pool, even still as an adult, got to jump out like every 10 minutes, just to give a double check in that pool, make sure there's not a shark in there. And yeah, he's, he's got a double check, man. You never know, it might just one might disappear. <laughs> What's going on and here? If you're, if you're in Florida, you never know when a gator might just jump in there with you. So it's, it's always good. Just, I'm scared you know, as hell
2: of gators. I don't
0: know yeah. why. Night swimming, just- I can freak myself out so fast and go out of a pool and just be like, you know what? I'm done for the night. But so I was watching Shark Week one time and they were they were showing uh, Riviera Maya. And I've been out in that water like, pretty deep. Not like scuba diving or anything deep, but just like swam off the beach relatively deep. And this woman was in ankle deep water and a bull shark came up and ripped off half her leg. And I was like, Jesus, man, like I was up, like I was underwater completely in there. I, I'm right, just stay away from this stuff.
2: Well, here we have seals wash up on the beach with no heads, like, and then we'll go paddle out and surf and be like, all right. The great whites have moved in here. Like they used to like transit here, but I guess they have like a breeding colony now. And it just, I don't know why. There's like a bunch of colony we have killer whales here now in San Diego too that are eating our dolphins. It's it's oh, that's like,
0: cool those killer whales, but you know, I guess yeah. not the dolphins.
2: Yeah, it was going to be either the dolphins or the seals. But I guess killer populations all are spe- like if they eat dolphins, they just eat dolphins. They don't like puck around with tuna. They don't eat seals, which is super interesting in itself. Like they have their own
0: cultures, the different killer pods. <laughs> I just love all drone footage of like people surfing and then someone throws a drone up and you just see there's like 40 sharks just swimming like 10 feet from them and they um, have no idea.
2: Yeah, here most of them are nurse sharks. Like, in, like if you surf in La Jolla, there'll be like hundreds of sharks. And then, but most of them will nerve shards because the water is warm. But I guess Great Whites are here now. And we have blues, but they don't come in the shallow water.
0: All it takes is one, man. All it takes is one.
2: Oh, man. You see the videos in South Africa. There's a dude who gets hit by two Great Whites at the same time. Oh, so- that's messed up. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. So it's like, man, I'm like, maybe that's a deep fake just to fucking... <laughs> My friend tried to get me to watch Jaws like because I like to go surfing and that would that would always get me like not I'd be busy and not going over to his house. He's like, dude, you need to watch this and stop fucking going. Surf.
0: <laughs> so. Dude, It's not the, the one year on the beach in New Jersey. They showed that there was a big inflatable screen and they showed Jaws and then you sat like just like for the surf, but you know, whatever the wash up part and you just sat your chair there and watched and you know, the waves were crashing. You're watching. It was awesome. And the next day, I, I think maybe my feet got wet. And I was like, nope, not today. <laughs> got some PTSD from the movie. <laughs> yeah. I, you yeah, know, I Hey, surfing. That's awesome. I, I'm six, three. I, I, I make all these excuses for myself. Like, hey, I am too tall to surf and that's not going to happen, but getting out there and you know, you just see, Oh, d- all the surfers. Oh yeah. I had a shark attack or whatever. I just fought him off of the board. I'm like, dude, like you're in his territory. The odds of that happening are like one in a million. That you happen to successfully fight him off and he didn't rip off a piece of you. Yeah, right back out there
2: i'm more hoping like he's disgusted by the taste of styrofoam that like <laughs> he doesn't come back for a second
0: bite <laughs> that's what you have to hope for man that i we watched that uh soul surfer girl and like that was crazy too it's like my god Anthony man
2: Hamilton, right yeah. yeah
0: that happened when i
2: was like like she was like younger than me but still like that was pretty sh- fucking terrifying
0: <laughs> yeah all right let's jump back on the ufos for a minute i got 15 minutes left to me. I got to wrap this up here. David Grush apparently gave a private speech to about 40 to 60 people in New York City. And while he was there, I'm sorry, 60 people, Wall Street bigwigs were there. He said an adversary country. These are the notes that came out of it. An adversary country is considering UFO disclosure to get ahead of the US. The non-human intelligence related to UAP looks like the typical gray alien. And the U.S. has a UFO craft with a diameter of 40 feet, and once you step inside, it to you it appears you're inside of a football field-sized craft. And only about 50 people know the extent of the entire UFO program. What do you think about that?
2: Those are some this really
1: is possible. I mean, like, as far as that being something man-made, as far as like, you know, what we consider man. I, I mean that's not even that 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 can't even it would blow people's minds like they they couldn't handle that and then would have to like blow it off as fake. I, I I'm always down for anything. If, if you were to tell me that that's true, it doesn't change my life one bit. You know, one way or the other, just like whether we're flying through space or we're on a stationary plane, it doesn't change my life regardless. But um, is I I don't know why I I can't I don't think I guess I don't think like most people. But as far as to why and I, and I think it just breaks it down into to psychology as well and um it, it's why can't people just hang on loosely to what they're told until they experience it themselves it is possible so the, we the see, we-
0: speed of this right now the speed that this is all happening 2017 the, the new york times article come out but then like rush really came out last year so within the last six months. If all of this stuff is true, like this is like the biggest disclosure we've had, like in the history of it, and it and it seems to be coming faster. So, so people hanging on to loosely, like, do I believe all of this? Like, I, I mean, hey, this is kind of a lot of stuff. Like, I've also heard none of it like firsthand, talking to a person. But, like, this is all the UFO lore we've grown up with, and now it's coming out and saying it's true. So, I'm not surprised by that, but I am really surprised that like it's coming out and it's on CNN and Fox News and the front page of papers and david Rush is testifying in front of congress and they just had a skiff hearing on friday and they came out uh, luna representative luna, i think she's in florida and she said you should listen to david grush talking about them being interdimensional because they're not they're not alien So they're interdimensional
2: i think that this kind of sounds like <laughs> bait for us kind of because like, when it came to the whole infection and stuff like that, we were all like, hey, let's not trust the news. When it came to these wars, we were like, hey, let's not trust the news. But when it comes to this issue, I think because it's an issue that we love in the conspiracy kind of community, I think we kind of kind of put like, hey, maybe let's let this one roll, ride, even though some of the same players who were like talking WMDs, talking craziness are this, coming out with this disclosure. And it's also like we can't forget the blue beam whole pipeline as well. But then again, this is still my favorite potential pipeline. And maybe that the reason they are coming out with disclosure is because it is true, and they can't hide it anymore because of the technology that we have. Is like all, we all have cameras. Even with the censorship, it's just getting harder and harder to hide. That's the funnest way to think of it. But I don't know. There's a lot of different. Uh, potential what what are you thinking oh oh shoot and then tucker carlson so tucker carlson has me worried and also then having me more placing my feet that this is more of a psyop because of how like fear-mongering he is with this topic because if they were like oh the aliens are going to come give us universal health care and fucking make us all live forget forever and have like 12-inch dicks and shit like I'd be like, okay, that's interesting. The news is talking positive about something, but it's a negative. It's a scary. It's a doom and gloom. It's the next boogeyman on the docket. So that's what just makes
0: me hesitant. But I don't know. I like to keep all doors open. <laughs> so there was this. These comments that I just read you. Apparently, these are closer to what was truly said there. You know, these. This was somebody's notes who came out and said this the other day on Twitter after the Skiff hearing there was an image going around of somebody's notes do i put a lot of faith into those being real notes like i I don't know about that the notes i just read you i think those are true and now if this is the government doing it like i don't know but i think that is what he talked about so that's why that's what i mean by true the skiff notes talked about that there's five different types of et's five different types of aliens that are different they all have their own different types of ships and they've autopsied all five of them and all their insides are different from each other and let alone different from us so you are talking about like five you know and again this goes back to like the folklore this is this is the greys this is the reptilians this yeah, is Aryans, right yeah you, you have the arians uh the palladians coming you know this could be the uh, the Marshes. mantis the, you know whatever it might be so saying that there's more people or more aliens different like that i find that interesting yeah i hear you for the bait so i feel like the miami mall thing is like more like a bait like watch out dumb we can say something and get these people all right, oh, you know, like, so for that, I see that more as like a blue beam and then like, and it's almost, it's something you can never prove. So like, uh, until we fly into space, like we're not gonna know if the earth, earth is flat or if the earth is round or anything. And it's fun to talk about, but then some people spend a lot of their energy like trying to solve it. And it's like, unless you run the experiment yourself, like, how do you even know what you're watching? is fully true. So I like the stuff they do from like Michigan to Chicago. And you can like see, like you can go do that yourself. That's fine. Like, Oh, we should we sent this balloon, you know, 120 miles, whatever it is in the air. And you can still see it's like, okay, well that's also could be CGI or you could do it yeah. done whatever, you yeah. know? So like, I, I don't get that excited about it. the Hibbler, the, the flat plane three or whatever. And they talked about the, the missile going up, the the rocket going up and then hitting and then kind of floated. I also would have liked to have seen like the camera point the other way. Why can't we have two cameras going? Why can't you see the one going down as it's spinning and like the one where it's going? Like, and even that, you know, it makes it tough because I don't think that was their rocket that they sent up. It was someone else that they, they knew. I'm just hanging my hat on, I think real disclosure is coming faster for this year. Now, my tax dollars start getting involved in it. Like, I'm probably gonna have a different reaction to it. Mm -hmm. Like, as for now, like, if we're just doing hearings and we're talking about it and like, hey, man, that stuff you see in the sky or like, you know, that stuff your buddy told you about, like, that's probably real. Now, is that also probably mixed in with, with our super tech, with China's super tech, with Russia's super tech? Like, yeah. And if these ETs are giving us technology in return for, you know, Tucker said that there was a deal. On his podcast, I don't know who he was talking to. He was talking about that there was supposed to be, you know, a government deal, and this is FDR was supposed to have that deal, right, in the fifties, and he signed it with the aliens, and he was going to yeah. let aliens abduct people, and then they would give us technology. So this is policy. kind of like that. But again, th- you know, is this the bait that like we've been nibbling on the whole time, and they're just repackaging back out to us? Like we've given them all the information, and they're like, yeah. oh man, we don't have to do any of this research. We'll just tell them this. Yeah, we give them all the key points to feed us the right story to make us be like, "I knew it,
2: I knew it." What do you think it would mean? So, if this is all, because I know, like, uh, you look at the Mexico story; they had that like potential alien body, and that ended up being potentially proven a hoax. But you know, all Snopes called a lot of things hoaxes, and uh, you know, it just they, it just pulling me each direction. What do you think? um So if it is like those are kind of just trying to muddy the waters and make us not sure even though there are these red flags that it is true. What do you think the uh, reason is for that and why are we still like fucking around with stuff like wars in Ukraine and like our shitty technology when we could be kind of just focusing on quantum leap by inner like just dealing with these guys these these aliens.
0: I think it really does come down to control. So I was doing some back of the napkin math earlier, and we're talking about like the the hidden land or whatever. So like the top one percent, right? Top one percent is eighty million people in eight billion person world. Oh. So those eighty those eighty million people that's uh, bigger than I I thought. I was was like, oh, you know, what is that? I was like, shit, man, that's a lot of people. Now they also need people to go work for them. Now you're getting close to like the Georgia Guidestone stuff because like those eighty million people aren't cleaning their own houses and they're not mowing their own lawn. They're not doing all this other stuff. Washing their own dishes and ordering restaurants, and so right. you kind of get the kind of get that uh, Georgia Guidestone point. But like, maybe we're just trapped here. Like maybe the aliens are like, "Hey, we're going to give you so much to do stuff, but like we're also not going to kind of let you leave. Like you guys are you guys are wild. Like you can't even exist with your own 150 countries you have here. You can't and of them like ten of them only have like true power, and you guys keep bombing the shit out of each other. Like we don't want you up in Jupiter. We don't want you over. You know. So if we're stuck here, you know, the rich get richer, and we get by, and eat shitty food and we're desperate and watch shitty tv and
2: it's kind of like they live um, where you can kind of potentially be recruited and be led into the know if you fulfill like certain things to let you know that you have like the capabilities of holding that kind of secret or doing that kind of thing um like, I know they have, um, in certain secret services, they have you like raise a puppy and then at the end you have to kill the puppy to show that you can kill like anything or whatever. Uh, like the dog that you raised, you have to kill with your hands and stuff. And, uh, I, I don't know if there's like. I don't know some type of test or some like it's like it sounds like what the bible says like what you have to do on earth to be allotted up there and you see certain people that die early that have maybe just get give, been given their wings and been allowed to go to the other side of the ice so they say it's an island there's a funny conspiracy video where there's like kurt Cobain, tupac like, all these guys chilling on the island. Um, And then now when you look at things, I'm like, I don't think any of those guys were as organic as we thought they were, especially when you look at how intertwined the CIA has been in music, especially pop music. And have you seen that Taylor Swift had – uh she was playing one of the, like, Israeli war songs at one of her um concerts. And the song, like, is basically, like, we're going to wash the seed of, like, Abraham, or like whatever the Arab lineage is
1: from. Yeah. Yeah. You probably, yeah. You're probably right with that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And like Taylor Swift was playing that at her concert. And it's like, damn, that's a, that's kind of a gnarly, a gnarly song. It's not like a peaceful song. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I
2: mean, bass too, as well, you know, and
1: you can see where they all kind of trap you into these particular stereotypes and at the end of the day it, it's all about the same message like you just said
2: demoralization and like getting us all and, and
1: i like, not thinking about what's what's out there what's not you know what's really on the next layer of what we can't really see but as far as like and that's where i'm stuck at it's like what's my next meal gonna be like Am I gonna make that extra money you know, da-da-da-da-da? I think that's kind of oh, like absolutely. that's the goal, you know, at the end of the day, you know, whether it's about that they, they want to give you a little bit and then and call it a hoax later and then and then give you a little bit more and say, Oh no, it was actually true or whatever, and and then they call it a hoax later and then give you a little bit more. And it's it's just to kind of like keep feeding in. But at the whole time, there's inflation and fires are tearing apart the country, and this and that, and and, and the farmlands being bought up or whatever. And, and you're but none of this be, affects it, that
0: one percent. It all affects like us. Us, yeah, yeah. That's you know, like like I I love my life. Like I, I have a good life. I love my kids, my wife. You know, we do fun stuff. And it'd probably be a lot better if I was a billionaire. If I was one of these top one percent, like I'd still love my life and be able to go do anything I want. But like if if you could find out like truly that like, we are just like in this meat suit and like we can elevate to the next realm, the dimension, or like this is just like our trial that we're going through, whatever it is, like uh-huh. I think a lot of people would just sign out and be like, oh, there's like a better life for me. But how's uh-huh. this, you know, that top 1%, like, dude, I'll take that better life, but I'm going to enjoy this really good life here. And if we keep everybody trapped here, who's going to do the work for me or whatever it might be, there's you know, somehow this like chaos, like feeds them, gives them more something, you know? Uh, I think that's part of, you know, that false disclosure we're going to get, that false narrative or whatever it is, that one grain of truth that you're you're talking about. And then, you know, just giving you the disinfo on top of it.
2: That was a lot of great points right there. And that just made me think that's probably the reason that we do have so many like fun conspiratorial topics coming um, to fruition right now um it's cuz we we're, it gives us so much to talk about that we're not talking about like the brass tax like the things you're talking about inflation just the uh, price of housing um and the things that are causing canadian truckers to rebel the things that are causing in germany and sweden for them to start dropping like truckloads of shit but we haven't heard that once not on one major news station you have to get on like a tiktok and like or a reel it's probably being suppressed as well to see that these Germans are like having this crazy revolt right after the French had had revolt for like six months. Um, but we don't hear anything about that kind of stuff. And then we're inundated with 10 foot tall Miami, or, and then it's like, it's fake. And then it's like war in this place between like people, and people like Israeli and Palestine, it's like, oh, I got an Israeli friend. Oh, I got a Palestinian friend. Like, what the fuck, man? Now I'm all stressed out. And it's just like, it's definitely a really big psyop. Um, I'm not, and it's hard to differentiate what is the psyop and what is real. And uh, I think that's like what you pointed out, like this kind of stuff that affects your bank account is the only kind of stuff you could really care about at the end of the day, which is kind of fucked up or like actually affect. But that said, man, if the aliens do pop up and there's what do you think they're going to be some type of like purge for us? Like, do you think they would call us um, is that Do you think there's going to be anything like that or. I
0: think they the could have done that already. So it wouldn't it wouldn't require disclosure. Like we would have figured that out. Like, oh, man, where'd Nico go? He was just on the spot a second ago. and Now he's not here. <laughs>
2: Or I'd be like, well, they'd be like, why do we waste all this money on all these other culling uh, experiments that we had going on in parallel if uh, if the aliens could have done it for us?
0: Or <laughs> so we're talking about, you know, the, the good dying young or whatever, you know, Kurt Cobain and, and these people. And maybe there were a psyop, though. But the bad people never die young.
2: George Soros, <laughs>
0: is, like George Soros is forever. Kissinger Once. just made it up to 100 or whatever. Like rarely is it, you know, and you'll see, you know, these beautiful children will die at a young age or like, you know, they have horrible bone cancer. And it's like, why would, why would that ever happen to like, maybe that's just a good soul. Maybe that's a good person. And that was for them to go up. Like there has to be this like negative energy that is positive for somebody.
2: Well, if there wasn't, um, it would be a great lie to tell people so that they would still give you money even though that you have like your fifth heart transplant. It's like, why does a hundred year old getting his fifth heart transplant when like, a 20 year old isn't getting their first heart transplant. Like a lot of these things I'm like, I hope that's the blackest pill of it all. Like maybe these guys think that there is no spirituality. Maybe they think this is their one run and that's why they're drinking baby blood or whatever. And, having kids so that they can take their stem cells. Like there's so much crazy stuff going out about people's longevity and what they're trying to do to stay alive longer. Like there's a millionaire out here who openly talks about taking his son's blood, infusions of his son's blood. He's like 40 something, he's been on Joe Rogan, like that type of vampire shit. If he's doing that, like who, you know, everyone has like George Soros has a tap of like 20 year
0: old blood. Or at least the uh, stem cells extracted from it. Yeah, when your baby is born, they offer you the the stem cell that you could pay. It's like ten thousand dollars to keep their umbilical cord, whatever they do. And then if they ever had any sickness in the future, it would almost guarantee that this stuff could could cure But I'm like, well, I'm not. Like, I don't have ten grand to give you. Like, I just, just had a kid. Yeah. Like then who who gets that? You know, like that's going to like yeah. the George Soros and stuff, and you know they're boiling that down, and that's their dinner for the night. Just like the fucking Korean foreskin. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they're using that for
2: face creams. That's like the crazy, you think that would be a fucking conspiracy, but you just see that on like Oprah or whatever. And they're just talking about it openly. Like, yeah, dude, Korean foreskin facial cream.
0: I'm like, what the, f-? how is that FDA approved? Dude? Come on. <laughs> Man, that stuff's wild. <laughs> Fellas, I got to cut out. We got to do this again. Tell people where they can find you. Well
2: the Conspiracist, uh, we're on all the places you can find most podcasts, we're hosted through Spotify, so Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, we have an Instagram, the Conspiracist um, Podcast Instagram, and uh, make sure you give us a like, follow, subscribe, Uh, we we have a YouTube but I I haven't posted much to it just because I know it's probably going to end up getting blocked uh, unless I do like maybe some shorts and filtered stuff, so for now just the podcast and the Instagram. And then Jesse uh, as well has his stuff. If you want to reach out to contact him, send him any information, um, ask him any questions about the stuff he was talking about.
1: Yeah. um, So you can find me at Jesse Dorman, J E S S -S E D O R M A N underscore B J J. So you want to reach out, um, shoot me a question, anything like that. If you're down in the martial arts or whatever, give me a follow. I'm always posting or or I try to post as much as I can when I get the chance. um, If you're into that.
0: Dude, awesome. I'll put all this stuff in the show notes. People will find you. Guys, I appreciate you. Let's do this again soon. We can't wait eight months or whatever it was, 30 episodes or something. We got to get this going the books even sooner. Absolutely. Thank you, Brian. Hey, no problem, man. I'll see you guys later. Take care. All right. Peace, guys. All right, everyone, that was our show. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all things wild and weird. Check out the links in the show notes for more information on our guest. The biggest support you can offer is to tell everyone about the podcast. Until next time...